Hey everybody, welcome back to the Quaker Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McKeown. I'm here with my co-host, Walker Carnathan, Deputy Sports Editor for the Daily Pennsylvanian. And for the third week in a row, we're bringing on a special guest. You may have listened to Drumbo come on, Jornobi. I'm proud to announce that for, for this week, we have QB1, Aiden Sand coming on. Can I get a round Woo! of applause from all four people in the room? Welcome, Aiden. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> How you doing today, man? Doing good, man, you know classes today but glad to be out here you know rather than in the classroom so it's it's a it's a nice to get out okay i'm glad we're more fun than a classroom Definitely. that's yeah. that's it the first good. starting goal of a podcast yep. i feel like yep. um so just to break down the season you're three and one coming in to this to this conversation but also to this week mm-hmm. um i covered the last game y'all are rolling tough win but a fun win how are you feeling as a quarterback one pen team doing well mm-hmm. you know i think we uh I think we're feeling pretty good going into this week into Ivy play. Um, you know, we dropped the ball against Dartmouth, but we had a lot of stuff we uh, we could work on and was fixable stuff, which is good. So, you know, we just got to make the uh, make the adjustments and keep moving forward because at the end of the day, you know, the mission doesn't change. If we win out, we'll still have a shot of that, uh, that league title. So mm-hmm. we're feeling good, feeling confident. Got you. And, like, going into this week, I feel like I was talking to Ray Priori after the game, head mm-hmm. coach. He was really excited about the culture y'all have currently. Mm-hmm. This is your second year as a full-time starter. Has anything changed culture-wise in the locker room? Um, yeah, I think, you know, last year we had some great leaders uh, on the offensive uh, side of the ball with Trevor Dosevich and Trey Flowers. So I think, you know, me and Casilli being the captains who are on the offensive side of the ball, just sort of taking that role on, being more vocal, being uh, – especially uh, helping these young guys because we're playing a lot of young guys on the offensive side of the ball. So – just helping them along, giving them confidence uh, that they need to to be able to go out there and just play loose and play uh, play free and have fun, which is uh, sort of, you know, how we're gonna be able to score points. So, and you know, like kind of from a career perspective for you, obviously, you know, you were under a lot of pressure pretty early in your career. You know, taking some starts as a freshman. What has it been like for you to kind of, you know, go from that from a freshman that still everyone is looking to to contribute to, you know, sophomore starter and now junior starter when you know you're a captain and you still have that pressure of being the quarterback on your shoulders. Just how have you like grown into that role? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know it's really just uh, my confidence has improved, especially just with my understanding of the offense, my understanding of defenses and what they're going to try to do to us um, but at the end of the day you know I'm still going out there still having to perform at a high level so there is a little bit of pressure but I, I love the pressure you know what I mean I want to play mm-hmm. in those um, those pressure filled moments and uh, just be able to perform at a high level when uh, when you know eyes are looking at you you know maybe it's not as many as a big stage but you know it's still eyes and still uh, a whole lot of fun so and as we say on every podcast we have athlete on First thing, most important thing, come to the games. Mm-hmm. We've said yes. this for the past two guests. I think I had one of the best experiences of my life watching this last game. It was exciting. A little scary. I think I think that's fair to say, but mm-hmm. it was a great game. More fans in the stands makes it more fun for everybody. So please come down. Come down and watch. Um, mm-hmm. But as you were saying, saying it, Yo. Yeah, that, was not, <laughs> that was not intentional, but yep. that, we're keeping that in. Um, as you are saying, uh, you're saying like young guys give them confidence to bring them up. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out. We had we interviewed Hosley after the game. Oh yeah. The first thing he said was, "My veterans give me the confidence to come out and play." Mm-hmm. You obviously you're in the locker room with him. How was he as a player? Because again, he was kind of contributed a lot last game. Mm-hmm. He was so excited to rave about his veterans, everyone leading him. Has that been part of like the the new culture shift? Is young guys coming in excited to learn from y'all? Um. So I think you know, just having to 
we're getting these young guys in and them having this uh, immense talent, right? I mean, he's an electric player. So as long as he's able to play free and play confident, that's when he's going to play his best. So, you know, after that loss at Dartmouth, coming into this next week, we didn't play so well on offense against Dartmouth, you know, a couple of turnovers, which which really led to the points that, you know, made the difference in the game. Um, coming to this last week, sort of just talk to the guys, um, you know, in a, just a players-only setting where, you know, play with confidence, play uh, play fast, have fun, because that's how you're going to be able to play free and uh, and play the, the best, you know, let your talent really show. So I think just going into that week, uh, letting the young guys know that if they play confident, they're going to play their best and let that talent really be on display. And I think we saw that with Malachi for sure. saw that with other guys like BC Owens. Um, Jared Richardson earlier in the season, you know, he was he was banged up a little bit, but he's coming back strong. So um, guys like Alex hate too. Mm -hmm. So young guys, you know, getting out there, showing what they can do, which is really fun. And for the amount of names you're listing, another big part of the offense so, so far has been like the amount of people you're throwing to per game. Mm -hmm. I think the last three games it was 10 receivers, 12 receivers, 12 receivers, which is a lot of names and ground to cover when playing on an offense. Is that the game plan going in to have 12, or 12 people you're throwing to, distributing to? Or just something that's been kind of been just happening? Um, I would say, you know, the game plan is to spread the ball around the field, not necessarily different players, but just make sure that at any given moment the ball can go anywhere, you know, flying all around the field, um, running all around the field. So it just, you know, happens that uh, we got 12 guys who are really good mm -hmm. and who are able to catch the ball and make plays after they catch it. So so it just happens that way. But um, I think definitely we go into games trying to spread the ball around the field at least rather than uh, thinking about guys in position. So got you I, i'm impressed by the amount of talent because you know I, i've only been covering for two years i'm a sophomore but um coming to this year i feel like every guy can make plays like i, I haven't had a single like for example i was worried coming to the year because i'm good friends with julian stokes mm -hmm. um i was talking to him for a bit and he got injured i was like oh what what returner is going to step up because stokes is out and then shabay has been electric mm -hmm. like it, yep. I, he had a great return last saturday he's been a great player it, it's a one-up mentality kind of thing but how's it feel to have that much, you know, going on where you have players stepping up, even in injured roles, stuff like that, and they're all performing well? Mm -hmm. So it's been great. I mean, you know, Juice not being able to play the seasons, you know, it was definitely hard for us. But, I mean, the guys that were playing are playing great. So it's uh, it's great to have those guys step up. People like uh, Bryce Myers, too. He played a lot last year, him and Justin Kine at tight end. But now Justin, uh, he got hurt this summer, isn't able to play this season. So he's really had to step up and take that role as a tight end. And he's done great. He's done a great job. I think he leads the league in uh, reception yards. So that's always fun. And I'm in a lot of classes with him, too. So we're pretty <laughs> close. And we always like to uh, talk a little trash and stuff, you know, about mm -hmm. other guys or, or <laughs> what we're going to do. So Other guys on the team? Other other, other teams, you <laughs> oh, know. Okay. Yeah. Just other checking. tight ends. Make sure he's, uh, he's still that, that guy in the league. So. I mean, it must pay off to be the tight end who's good friends with good his quarterback. Good friends with the quarterback, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, off for me. He protects me sometimes, so. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mutual relationship. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, mutualistic. I wanted to ask, uh, you know, to your point about spreading the ball around the field, um, it feels like this year there's a little bit more of a focus on, like, the medium-long passing attack. I know last year, you know, the passing game was really effective, um, but your, your yards per attempt are up a lot this year. I think last year it was 5.9, and this year so far it's up to 6.9. Um, I just wanted to know if that was like a conscious, um, uh, you know, thing you and the offensive coordinator like intended to do going into the season or if that's just been how the ball's flying. Mm -hmm. I think um, last year we were a lot of scheme based stuff. You know, it was our first year uh, with the new offensive coordinator, Dan Swanstrom, and um, just not being as comfortable with it from receiver standpoint and quarterback standpoint, not being as confident in what we're going to do um, really sort of held us back last year and taking shot plays. 
But I think this year we've definitely opened that up. We've given me more freedom to call, you know, at the line, give different checks to our guys. You know, if I see certain type of leverage, I can check them to a different route. So um, that ability and just uh, our receivers, you know, playing with confidence, like we said earlier, has really sort of opened up that pass game and given us some more shots. Um, you know, when we're playing with speed like Alex Haight and Malachi Hoosley, who are real, real burners, uh, it definitely makes a difference too. Gotcha. I mean, watching the offense, I think it's exciting to see, like, being a junior quarterback. They're giving you more control. And I think the last game really showed out the amount of points scored. About it. Like, the offense was really potent. I, I guess going into it, the confidence level you have to have to call off plays, call certain things. Difference between freshman year and now, how has that grown for you? Like, has anything changed? Have you always been confident enough to kind of do this stuff and now you just got the option? Or is it more like a you're finally in a place where you feel like you can orchestrate? Um, I think it's definitely just grown each year. Last year, you know, I had some ability to make some checks, uh, but not anything like this year, which has been, uh, you know, I've, I'm really glad that he's felt that, uh, you know, that confidence in me, I guess you could say, um, that I'm going to be able to make the right check and just giving me that ability to do that, which has uh, been really fun. And I think, um, you know, it's really elevated what we're able to do as an offense. Mm -hmm. I, um, I was writing the recap for the last game. And I wanted to keep a line in the article that was uh, the, the editor's in the room, and I'm staring at him, that he edited out shamefully. I put uh, Aiden Sand distributing Coke like the 80s. <laughs> That's um, crazy, Sean. <laughs> I thought it was a great line, and I, uh, <laughs> I thought it was a perfect line for the article. It made it for, through the first round of edits, I will mm -hmm. add. The first editor was like, you know what, we're keeping that. <laughs> That's the insane. The second editor decided to go against it. Um, but I just want to put that out there that <laughs> we've noticed how well the, <laughs> the orchestrating the distribution has been. Is a um, good I system personally, we got. exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like the government, baby. <laughs> That's okay. so funny. Keeping that end is going to be fun. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's noticed how well the offense is running this year. The amount of receivers we're checking down to, and it looks fun. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I am a football fan from Philly, die hard. Like for any home or any organization I'm part of, Penn, Eagles, whatever it may be. And watching the offense is, it's it's enjoyable. Like it's it's a really fun experience, and y'all are doing well. I know mm -hmm. one loss in the year always stings, but I think uh, most of Penn's proud of what's what's been going on in the field. Good changes moving forward and such like that. I don't know. I'm excited for this year. Is there any like a uh, team you're excited to play this year? Princeton at the end of the year. I mean, you know, we hate those guys in orange. So just getting uh, to be able to play them at home this year will be a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we light it up which I think we will. So Okay. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask about, uh, you know, specifically this matchup you guys got coming up this week with Columbia. Um, I remember last year um, you were able to, you know, like we were talking about earlier, like, you know, toss it down the field a little bit more. I remember Casilli had a couple deep catches. Um, is there anything you, you know, you have your eye on coming into this week? Casilli last year had a great game. Yeah. I think it was about 150-something yards on 10 catches for, what, do you have two touchdowns or one Ooh, touchdown? Crazy. Something like that. But um, Hit them boys up. Coming into this game, you know, They've uh, they played really well on defense so far this year. They actually they're one of the top defenses in the in the country they right beat, now. They statistically. beat Yale, didn't they? Mm -hmm. That oh, was that was Cornell. So they've oh, beat okay. they've beaten oh, a few Cornell. teams this year though. Gotcha, gotcha. But uh, they played Princeton real close two weeks ago. But um, I think just coming into this week, you know, we got to know that they're uh, they're not going to play us play us the same as last year, you know, because of the amount of points and stuff we put up. So just coming in prepared um, for whatever they're going to throw at us, you know whether that's, uh, you know, different rotational coverages and so forth, um, just coming in prepared for whatever they're going to do. Uh, it's going to be big for us. And uh, playing, you know, once again, playing with confidence is, is going to be key too. 
especially for those young guys. So, mm-hmm. Columbia held Princeton to ten points already this year, which is wow, an impressive feat for mm-hmm. a team that I feel like was near middle of the pack, bottom of the pack of the Ivy League last year. Stepping up on defense, that kind of that kind of show is important. It's going to be tough next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the intensity is high. Everyone, every game matters, kind of thing. I know you said you came here just from the film room, already prepping for Columbia. I assume. Mm-hmm. Anything on your mind going into the game? Going into the game, um, you know, I don't know if I want to give anything away, but uh, it'd be great content. If yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the exact look we're looking for. I think we're uh, gonna want to attack them. You know, um, get into some good checks, uh, just see what they're gonna do, and and let's go attack it in every which way we can, which is uh, gonna be fun. And also, key point, they have played a couple of rain games, which I think you know may have miscued some of their passing defense stats. So. We'll see if we can change some of that this weekend. Is that a slight bit of shade I detect? Saying no, oh, it's, a just the, it's just the truth. Right? <laughs> it's just the truth with, the, with how weather is. That's true. You know what? We're going right. to face some rain. Someone check the forecast though, so. for uh, the first Saturday. Yeah. I, I swear it rains every day, but or it rains only on Saturdays for the past three weeks. It's, it's been true. It's, I remember being at the game covering. I was like, it was a beautiful day right and before then, I stepped yeah. in the stadium. And then, you know. Just it wasn't too rolls. bad, though. In, uh, in Franklin Field, it wasn't too bad. How does that affect you know, your approach as a quarterback, you know, if you're playing and it's like either like pouring or I'm sure you, you've played in games like that before or, or even just like the slightest bit of like bad weather. I mean, how does that change things for you? Um, you know, it's coming from California. I never really had to plan too much bad weather. But, um, you know, if it's raining or, or you know, windy, it's going to it's going to, you know, make you change up your thought process a little bit. Um, you know, whether you're thrown into the wind or with the wind, um, how wet the balls are. You know, you're going to have rotations with the balls, too. So you'll have, like, six for the first half, six for the second half. So depending on how they're rotating them, if they're going to be dry or not, a lot of times you're going to take shots at the beginning of the first half or beginning of the second half where the balls are dry. Um, but, you know, it, it really depends on the severity of it. A light rain like it was on Saturday, really no difference. Mm-hmm. Even at Bucknell, uh, it didn't get too wet. So um, it doesn't it doesn't make too much of a difference. Just for a little news update, it will be periods of heavy rain this Saturday. <laughs> so Get so excited. once again, mm-hmm. <laughs> once again, a little bit of bad luck. Yeah. Um, to move away from just the direct football coverage, um, I wanted to ask about you know you know talking about playing football in California. I know you're from a football family. Mm. You got a younger brother getting a lot of hype right now. Yeah. What's his chance of coming to Penn? <laughs> so he's, Zero. He's pretty committed uh, <laughs> to Alabama. He's actually uh, he's he's done all his uh, his signing and everything. He'll be there in uh, December, so only a few months now. Gotcha. Which will be fun. I'll definitely go out there uh, a bunch and get to watch games and you know have fun out there. So it'll be it'll be a great time. How is that experience going from you're a D1 quarterback? You're playing for a couple of years. Seeing your younger brother also be a D1 quarterback. Is there anything you can tell him? Is there anything you pass along? How is that experience having two people mm-hmm. in the family competing at such a high level? Mm-hmm. So we're we're super close. I mean, we've worked out together our whole lives, you know, thrown together. We've shared a room since we were little kids. So uh, it's just it, I'm just ecstatic for him, you know, so excited for the opportunity that he has. And then uh, just looking forward to it because I know he's going to take advantage of it, mm-hmm. play well. I mean, looking um, at the Alabama quarterbacks right now, I think they need him. <laughs> not, not to hate too much. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, he's looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll be a great time for sure. Mm-hmm. And do you like, again, junior year, you moving on with football? How, how do you take in like the family approach where you, you know, you and your brother are playing? He's coming in freshman year. You're going to senior. Both like different parts of the cycle. 
Is there advice you give him? Is there there things that you know you wish you knew as a freshman, kind of going into a, a program? Like what what's what's your thought process about him coming up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Just give him you know some advice here or there. He's he's pretty like you know strong willed and that he's gonna sort of do what he wants to do. But he'll definitely take advice from me here and there. Um, just sort of give him you know a little bit of guidance. But uh, we've always sort of had that competitive spirit as well, where he's gonna try to do anything he can do better than me. So he, he might see, you know, stuff that I've done and, and try to do it better. Um, but little, yeah. little brother syndrome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Heard I mean, of it a couple of times. It's definitely worked out for him that, that competitive spirit. So it's, it's going well for him. Yeah. Okay. Um, another thing got kind of disjointed. Now we're moving away from football. I was a freshman writer last year. I yes. wrote a, I wrote a nice opinion article mm-hmm. on men's basketball. Speaking of Princeton from earlier yeah it was specifically about how Penn's men basketball was far away from being as good as Princeton I know I, I it's an insult to Penn it's a disgrace to Princeton. a disgrace is what it is I I you know I don't regret the article but it is quite rude and under that article I, I may have gotten a comment from Ian saying himself saying mm. terrible take <laughs> go men's basketball I want to ask you do you ride for every Penn program of course man we support our other uh support our other sports you know no matter what their their record is or what what's going on, we always support them. You know they're gonna support us too. So it's just a great, uh, you know, athlete atmosphere here at Penn. Just supporting each other, showing out for each other at games. You know, in our spring we we went to a lot of different games um, from almost from every sport, from squash, tennis, everything. Mm-hmm. Just going out. You know, bringing up we got a big team, so you can go with forty guys, and you got a fan section right there. So <laughs> it's awesome. Just bang like in the squash that are banging on the uh, the fences up top <laughs> was a lot of fun. So, um, you know, it's always support Penn, and especially uh, against those Princeton guys. Is it safe to say we're in a we're in a fuck Princeton room right now? Oh, I, I personally, one hundred percent forever. <laughs> for context for the podcast, I'm not I'm not a fan of Princeton. I'm apologetic, and I appreciate how good they are. Um, a co-host Walker. Maybe overestimate. I think a lot of overestimate how good they are. I would say. All right, we'll talk when uh when you know Penn makes March Madness someday. You know. Did you watch the Ivy League tournament game, okay. Sean? We're getting off topic. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but I appreciate the hate because you know, being from Philly, I love a good rivalry. I love when a player goes on the field knowing like this matters to both us as a team, as a culture. Going into a game, we need to win this, and kind of it it gives you more of a competitive edge to care more. You care about every game, of course. Not to say you like there's different levels of effort. Means more, I guess, right? Does it mean more to ask? I mean, it's hard to say it means more. I think there's definitely more nerves going into the game, I guess you could say. Um, especially if it's for like a league title at the end of the year, like for basketball or for um us last year, I guess, too. Um not necessarily means more, but like I said, just the more nerves. Um mm-hmm. but you always just want to show out in those games, so Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun those games. It's a crazy full full circle moment for us to discuss that comment on the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. As a freshman writer, that was probably my my highlight of the year by by far. I know it was an insult, but it was feedback. You know, every mm-hmm. every writer needs to be able to take feedback. Yeah. Um, and it was it was hype. And I do I think it's really fun. Again, as a fan and as a writer here, I appreciate you guys caring so much about all the other sports because when we have a, like a sport culture like we do at Penn where. There's not a, like a huge amount of people going to games. We're not the SEC. We don't got a, a mm-hmm. whiteout like Penn State or any other place. Um, knowing that y'all support each other and have these big outings sounds like the coolest thing ever from my eyes mm-hmm. to know that you guys got a love awesome. and respect for everything at Penn. Um, but yeah, that that knowing that culture exists makes me appreciate Penn sports even more because at the end of the day, it is all about doing your best, supporting your own school, and going out there and winning. Mm-hmm. So 
here. I think we want to show, you know, the regular students here too. These games are fun. You know, it's high high level sports too. It's not like this is a yeah. a lower division or anything. We're this not, is high no level one's sports. Scrubs here. Yeah. That's what they mistake when we're they come here. We're still all D one athletes, so exactly. there's a lot of those games are fun for sure. How do you feel about the Ivy League not being able to be, play in the FCS playoff? You know, we've been uh I've I've been I've actually written papers about this for, really? for classes here, but um it's 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 you know, it's awful but I mean, I don't know what 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 I can do about it mm-hmm. necessarily. Uh, you know, I've been told that they say it's because of final schedule and so forth. But you know, what can you do? We want to be able to to play in that playoff, and every year, I mean, there's at least one team from Ivy League that's ranked high enough that would that would be in it. So it'd be a great uh great opportunity to be able to go do that one day. I Hopefully. was this is what I was talking about with you know, for example, basketball. I said Princeton being able to participate in March Madness is great for the Ivy League because. Mm. It shows that Ivy League talent, like we're not, they're D1 athletes. You can't yeah. disrespect them. Arizona came in and got their ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Like, unapolog- I think they scored the lowest amount of points they scored all year, 55. And people were saying before the game, yeah, they're going to win 130. They're going to like gonna wipe the floor. And I hate underestimating a team that, you know, I root for. Mm-hmm. And going in, I know it's the Ivy League rules that the playoffs can't be entered and stuff like that. I think it's bullshit. I think a lot of the Ivy League rules, like not giving scholarships and all that stuff, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think support. very antiquated, I think. Antiquate. Oh, I forgot the definition of that word for a second. Um, it is. It sucks, and it's a outdated. It doesn't help. And I want our athletes to be supported. And I think mm. that comes with being given bigger stages, as well as being able to be financially supported. Mm. So we've covered this on this podcast before. I've gotten way too heated about it before, because <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of supporting athletes, whatever they do, because they matter just as much as students here with their mm. careers and success afterwards. We appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, if, who's, who's not advocating for y'all? Who I don't think there's a single person who's like, no, I don't think an athlete deserves money to go to school. Like, it's just the Ivy League brass, which don't know specific names, but I wish I did anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, covering so much, um, I think it's you know we're getting to the near end of the podcast, end of the interview. Is there anything saying that you want to get out? Any thoughts you've had on the year? People to shout out, people not to shout out, teams to say fuck you to, anything <laughs> like that that you want to get off your chest before the podcast's over? Um, Jaden Key this past weekend, he had a he had a pretty um, scary injury in the game, and I just want to make sure everyone knows that he's doing all good. Um, okay. Best came back, he's doing good, which Glad is uh, which is great. You know, we were really uh, really nervous for him. You know, everyone on the team. So it's been uh, it was really great to hear that he was okay. So I just want to say that. On that note, um, that's a great thing to talk about because I asked uh, Coach Ray Perry after the game. I asked, I was like, "Is Jaden Key okay? Is there any news on it?" And he immediately goes like, "Yeah, he's fine." He whispered in my ear when he was on the floor, on the ground, um, I'm going to stay down here for a little bit, coach. Give the defense, give the defense a breather. <laughs> <laughs> now, in funny. the moment, watching his injury, I was scared. You mm-hmm. know, everything's happened in the past, especially yeah. in the NFL. It's a scary thing. But knowing that he had that moment of levity mm-hmm. and all that stuff, I'm glad he's okay. Is, yep. he, is he looking to suit up for next week? Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. We'll see. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's in a neck brace right now, but it's not uh, – it's not when they when they put him on the stretcher they were you know scared for a couple of reasons but it weren't any it wasn't any of those reasons at, at the end of the day so that's uh, that's the good part is that it. it wasn't anything okay. serious hear it. that's the best news we could have broke on this podcast yeah mm-hmm. um, but yeah that concludes our interview I want to thank everyone for for listening once again we had Aiden Sayan on I think it's probably my most favorite interview interview of the year just out of the sheer um, my love for football love for Penn athletics um, and yeah I want to thank you guys for listening and hope you guys come back next time.